was the night before Christmas chaos. Welcome back to 80s Wrestling, the podcast. My name is Jumpin' Jay, and as always, I'm joined by the jolly man himself, Mr. Tommy Fierro. Tommy, the, Merry Christmas Chaos Eve, brother. I, I like that, Jay. The night before Christmas chaos. Yeah, man, I'm digging it. What's going on, man? Yeah, big, uh, big day here in New Jersey tomorrow. ISPW Wrestling returns to Butler, New Jersey at, um, at 7.30 p.m., and the doors are going to open tomorrow at 6.30 p.m. It's at St. Anthony's Church in Butler, ISPW Christmas Chaos. We're doing an 80s wrestling night, Jay. We're going to have Bushwhacker Luke, who uh, is coming in last second. As you know, last week we announced we're forming a partnership. We're going to be working on a lot of stuff together. So he's going to be there tomorrow to address the crowd and, and sign autographs and take pictures. And uh, Tito Santana, the commissioner of ISPW, will be there along with the man himself, the doctor of style, Slick. Now, we know Slick doesn't make many appearances at all, and he was on the show last week. So we're looking forward to having Slick tomorrow. We'll talk more about the, the card later on in the, bro- in the uh, podcast. And also, we're going to uh, make mention of uh, the last match. Uh, news broke uh, through the AP wire this week. It was all over the place, Jay. Uh, the last match is going to be a Broadway musical. And, and yours truly signed on to be a part of it. So uh, crazy, crazy week. But uh, anyone that wants to call in this morning and talk to Bushwhacker Luke, the call-in number is area code 516-595-8295. Again, that's 516-595-8295. And joining us on the line right now is WWE Hall of Famer, Bushwhacker Luke. Luke, welcome to 80s Wrestling, the podcast. Great to be on it, Tommy. I've heard, I've heard about this podcast for quite some time, and now I'm right on it. It's not the 70s podcast. It's not the 80s, 60s podcast. It's the 80s podcast. A top of the morning to all the fans out there. <laughs> Thanks, Luke. We're looking forward to having you come up tomorrow to New Jersey. Uh, not only will Luke be appearing at the ISPW Wrestling Show in Butler, New Jersey tomorrow. He will also be appearing at our store, The Wrestling Collector, this Saturday in Stockholm, New Jersey, from 12 to 3 p.m. He will be appearing with current AEW star Vicky Guerrero. So if you can't make it out to the show tomorrow night in Butler, you have another chance to meet Luke this Saturday at the store. Uh, uh, Jay, take over, man. Bushwhacker, Luke, thank you so much for joining us this morning. It is, I can't even tell you how excited I am to be talking to you. I'm a huge wrestling fan, and the Bushwhackers are on my top list as most entertaining tag teams as a child. So thank you for joining us. It's an absolute pleasure to have you on this morning. Uh, thank you, mate. I appreciate it very much. You never saw the dark side of us, huh? You never, before we were the Bushwhackers, we were the sheep herders. Now that's the dark side of us. Listen, I did not discover the Sheep Herders until I was older, and I got a hold of some older wrestling magazines and books, and what I saw in those black and white photos, uh, I couldn't believe it was you guys. Yes, the Sheep Herders, much different than the Bushwhackers. It, it, in your personal opinion, Luke, which one did you prefer to portray to the, to the audience? Did you like being a Sheep Herder or a Bushwhacker, or do you view them as, as about the well, same? I've got to say, i got to go, but hey, ACDC here. <laughs> I enjoyed being the villain because we could, but you make control the crowd, stand them up and sit them down. And that, but I, but I love the money as the bushwhackers. And of course, <laughs> it was a different, different style. You know, we were, we were not having to um, bleed every night and all the rest of the stuff. You're taking crazy, doing crazy stuff. I, I would imagine that a Bushwhacker character was a little easier on your body. Yes, I can imagine so. Yeah, quite. That's what we, we went into Vince's office. He says, you know, you're getting on, you're getting on in your life, and that is um, going to make it easy for you. He said, I'd like to have you as the, as the good guys instead of the bad guys. And that, that's wow. how it started. Of course, I piped up and said to him, well, bring this in his heel, bring this. Being a, a booker from 
the of the eighties and man is just bring us in the heels and turn the babies and he, he, he don't tell Caesar what to do. <laughs> I learned that straight away. <laughs> well, Luke, one of the nice things about this podcast is it's a live broadcast and so we're able to take phone calls from fans and as soon as it was announced at the top of the show that you were joining us, the calls have been coming in. So we're going to jump into our first call. We're going out to California to a longtime listener and caller. Brian, welcome back to the show. You're on live with Bushwhacker Luke. Hey, thanks, Tommy, and thanks, uh, Jay. And it's nice to talk to you, Luke. I, uh, I wanted to uh, uh, congratulate Luke. Uh, he's, this is his seventh decade in pro wrestling, and he's coming up. Uh, 2022 is going to be 60 years in the business. So first off, I just wanted to say congratulations on such a long, successful career to Sheepherder and Bushwhacker Luke. I appreciate it very much, mate. Yeah, I didn't realize myself till I was told I was in my seventh decade. <laughs> Time flies, mate, in this business, busy on the road, and that, and then all of a sudden, you know, the time creeps up on you. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, um, Brian, I know, I know you're out in California, but in May, we are doing 80s Wrestling Con live in New Jersey. It's going to be May 7th. We've got Jesse the Body Ventura is going to be the headliner but check this out. This is something cool. This is something that might be able to make you come up from California because not only will Bushwhacker Luke be appearing at the convention, and Jay, this is news for you too. I haven't told you this, but that night, ISPW Live, guess what, guys? Luke's going to step in the ring in action live that night, the night of the convention, for a match. How cool is that, guys? Whoa. Man, that's super cool. Uh Oh geez, yeah, that's uh, that's something I definitely we're, we're, love to come out for. We're currently working on his opponent. Excellent, excellent. Um, I was wondering, Luke, uh, when I was 14 years old, and you guys were coming to the WWF, I'd I'd seen uh, I'd seen just a, a handful of your of your stuff as the sheep herders. My best friend and I were so excited to see a, a blood and guts tag team come out to uh, challenge demolition. It just turned. Uh, baby face and so the bushwhackers got there and we were a little we were a little disappointed at first but uh that i can definitely understand the the money and uh and so many uh so much less bandage budget for you uh but I, what i was really wondering is uh i want to say you started around 15 years old and i was wondering how you got into the business if there was uh family if, if butch is actually your cousin and, and he was already in it or or how it all happened and if you were in new zealand when you got started you know okay mate to start butch started four years later he didn't start till 1966 i started in 62 but at that time you know we'd have american come in or mainly a lot of european wrestlers come to new zealand and they would come in and the promoter new zealand promoter would run maybe two shows a week. American would come in, or European would come in for a month, and we'd just do two shows a week while I was there. In 1966, that's when the business became full-time in New Zealand, you know, six, seven days a week. Now, how I got into business was my next-door neighbor was a bodybuilder. The judge, the judge at the uh, Mr. New Zealand show which he went into um, was a former Mr. New Zealand, and we didn't learn till later that he was the um, promoter. My neighbour was in the in the show; he came second, and the and the judge said to him, um, he said to him, why don't you why would you like to make some money with your body? You know, bodybuilding is an amateur sport back in the I'm talking about the 60s. See you know what I mean? No one got any yes. money for it. I guess they did over the States here, you know, promoting stuff. But uh, he said to, that's what he said to my uh, neighbor. So my neighbor started going in into the gym. And the gym was like um, the, the first Rocky movie. Steam pipes were rattling. There was a steam room. There was no plates and that. They were all kettlebells and solids. The, the um, bars were solid on the air. There's only one bar. 
there were two, uh, there was two bars that you could put plates on. There was a squat rack. The rest of the gym, there was no machines or anything. Just kettlebells spread around the floor. Two rings, a foot off the floor. Boxing rings. The floor was as hard as the floor in your house. The ropes were 20 foot apart. The four ropes, too. Not like three ropes. That's how... And um, after... He was going for about four months, five months. Then he started taking me into the gym with him. I was 170 pound wet then. <laughs> wow. Well, that's how we oh, started. well, that's that's great. Thanks so much for sharing. And uh, thanks so much for giving me and the rest of the fans in the world so uh, so much entertainment over the years, Luke. You take care and uh, all the best on this new venture with Tommy. Yeah, and I appreciate you calling in, mate. I love you guys out there. If it wasn't for you guys out there, I wouldn't be where I am today. Thank you, Brian. Thank you so much. Hey, thank you, guys. Take care. Great questions from California. The next call, Luke, is coming from the city of Atlanta. We're going to talk to Joe. Joe, welcome back to the show. You are on live with Bushwhacker Luke. Good morning, How you doing, Tommy, Joe? Jump and Jay. Doing good, Luke. Luke, my favorite memory of the Bushwhackers is WrestleMania Six. Rhythm and Blues, Greg the Hammer and Honky Tonk are playing their new song, Hunka Hunka Burn in Love, and suddenly Honky Tonk spots out uh, these guys at, posing as selling wrestling programs down by the front of the wrestling ring. And Honky Tonk Man says, that's Butch and Luke of the Bushwhackers. And then you mate, guys walk in a... and destroy the set. Now, yeah. mate, you know, that was in the Sky Dome in Toronto. And um, yeah, I don't remember many of the matches, you know, like focus on many of them. But that's really one that comes to mind a lot. Because the, uh, the Sky Dome, and uh, they came to the ring. And a Cadillac, pink Cadillac, with Diamond Dallas Page driving the Cadillac. He wasn't even in the business then. Dallas was wow. a nightclub owner and, and promoter. And that, I remember that. It came out and, we, and I got a taste of the guitar. <laughs> Question for you, Luke. Did you ever wrestle under any other name or only as a bushwhacker? No, mate. I started in 1962 as Gorgeous Teddy Williams. And then uh, I, was, I, was, I worked there as a gay guy, you know, a co- copy of Gorgeous George, similar like that, long hair, blondes, and all that sort of stuff with a valet. And then I went to work for went to work for WCW, and that in in Australia, it was American promoter over there with Jim Barnett with WCW, and he changed my name to Sweet William instead of Gorgeous Teddy Williams. So then I, I had my career as Sweet William right up to um, in the 70s, and that's from 66 to about 77. And then it was changed to, you know, we, we, was, we became the sheep herders then, and uh, Butch and me tagged up in 66, and we're known as the Kiwis, New Zealand Kiwis. Kiwi bird is the... the um, that's our emblem in New Zealand. You know, for New Zealand, like you've got the eagle, we've got the kiwi bird. So, but, but our name was changed in 70, the end of 78, 79 to the um, sheep herders. And then we were the sheep herders right through to um, 88 when Vince changes to the uh, bushwhackers. Now, do you talk to Butch regularly? Every, like, you know, at least yeah, once a week? A, you know? Once a week, mate. He's down. He's, nice. he's back down home in New Zealand. So I talk to him once a week. That's great. Well, uh, thank you guys for letting me talk with Luke. Uh, thanks for all you you brought to the wrestling world, Luke. Uh, Joe, you're welcome, mate. Appreciate you calling in. Joe, thank you for calling The 80, 80 podcast is the show. Yep. See you guys. Thank you, Joe. See you, mate.
All right. They're calling in from all over the place to get a chance to speak live and in person to Bushwhacker Luke. Next, we're going live to the city where Christmas chaos will be taking place tomorrow. We're going to talk to our good friend Danny. Danny, welcome back to the show. Tommy, Jumpin' Jay, uh, good morning. Uh, pleasure to be on. Hey, what's going on, Danny? How are you, man? I'm I'm good, man. A, a, a little a hectic this week, but uh, I'm, I'm making the best of it. I'm uh, doing a running around right now. My wife uh, is in the hospital uh, for a couple of days now, so I'm just uh, uh, scrambling around. She's, she's, okay? she's, she's all right, but yeah, yeah, she just got uh, diagnosed with uh, diverticulitis, so yeah, it's been a, a couple a rough week, but uh, she's she's okay. Uh, thank God, man. Thank God. So yeah, you're 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 yeah, on the phone sure. with Bushwhacker Luke, who's coming to your hometown tomorrow, Danny. Yeah, no, I'm uh, definitely uh, looking forward to it. I'm I'm hoping I could uh, definitely be there. Hopefully, she gets home today. Um, you know, I said I know uh, Lucas is definitely looking forward to the show. Uh, uh, Luke, uh, just uh, you know, it's a pleasure to talk to you. Um, you know, I enjoy watching you guys uh, throughout the late '80s into the early '90s. Uh, you know, you guys were part of. Uh, I think uh, you know, without without a doubt, that was the the golden age of tag team wrestling. Uh, with all the talent that you had, obviously, in my opinion, you know, I think tag team wrestling right now is a is a lost art, and I, I don't think you could ever duplicate uh, the era that you know you guys uh, came in uh, late '80s uh, into the '90s. You know, you guys were in a in a very stacked, uh, deep tag team division with with many great teams, including yourselves. Uh, well, what guys, uh, which teams did you enjoy working with the most, at, or and uh, least, uh, and worked? At, I'm sorry, um. And did not it was who was the hardest ones uh, uh, to work with in your opinion? Yeah, well, yeah, the the uh, heaviest team was the was earthquake and uh, tugboat, natural disasters. The Andre was in our corner for his last uh, match at um, in Madison Square Garden. Now they were one of the hardest teams. You know, or biggest teams to to work with, but um, the strongest team I would say was the Warlord and uh, Barbarian, and that very strong. And that and, um, the great team too that we just started a program with, and and um, it looks like we were going to go for the go for the belts. There was early in the nineties with Tully and Arn, the Brainbusters. They were a great tag team to work with, and then, and um, unfortunately, at one of the TV shows, an enhancements match, a guy turned around. We we're doing the battering ram, and he saw his foot running with my head, and that he turned around, and my head hit him on the head, and I um, headline fractured a couple, a couple of vertebrae in my neck, so that I was out for quite, you know, about eight or ten weeks there. And that cut that program short. But it was that was the team that I'd say was the most experienced that we worked against there. And we were looking really forward to going with that. And you know things things happen. Sad to say, but um, that that was cut short. You know, without so long that um it moved on with the brainbusters and and uh, we were left we were left out in the river with no paddle. Yeah, I mean, like I said, you guys are definitely, uh, you guys were super over uh, with the fans at that time. Uh, I, You know, I, I felt like, you know, you guys kind of, you know, since the tag team division was so deep, I mean, you guys, you know, guys like the Demolition, the Hearts, uh, the Rougeos, uh, you know, the, even the, you know, the Colossal Connection, the, the, the you know, yeah. the Natural Disasters, you guys kind of got lost in the shovel, but, you know, not because of your work, it was just because... You know, it was it was so deep at that time. Like I said, it was just the era that of tag team wrestling that you know was just that was when it was at at its peak and definitely a North Star. Yeah. But uh, it was a definitely definitely a pleasure watching you guys perform at that time. Uh, pleasure to speak with you, and uh, I'm looking forward to hopefully meeting you tomorrow. Yeah, okay, Danny, and, and another, just going back on what you just said, all those guys you just mentioned had worked. Um, as tag teams or independently around the country before 
for the when the territories were running. You know, there were 25 territories in North America, and um, most of those had worked on top around the country. So they're all polished professionals. Later on, in the, in about 92 or 91, the wave of Wiener guys coming like the Nasty Boys, you know, when they came in, and then there was the two blonde kids, uh, the Beverly Brothers. <laughs> yes, yeah, all yes. these teams came in then, were coming in, they were very green. But yeah, like I said, uh, you know, it's a pleasure to talk to you. Uh, Tommy, Jumping Jay, as always, uh, keep up the great work, and uh, I hope that, you know, uh, keep looking forward to speaking with you guys on a weekly basis. Hey, hey Danny, real quick before you go, tell uh, Danny was at the store this past Saturday for Jake the Snake Roberts. Jay, tell uh, Danny, tell Jay that line, man. I'm, I'm, I was glad that I got there an hour early. I knew I, I had, I planned for it, you know, for, you know, weeks, uh, weeks ahead. Uh, and like I said, it was, uh, I was glad to be able to get into the store before the initial wave. And like I said, it definitely, uh, just from the line, it looked like it was a tremendous success. And, uh, you're definitely, you're doing something, you're definitely doing something right, Tommy, because like to get somebody like Jake in there, that's, uh, Mm -hmm that's saying a lot and you know to get the turnouts that you've been getting and um like i said i i just hope that you keep uh building from what you know what you're already established uh i think the sky's the limit for you so just keep up the good work thank you brother man and we'll see you this weekend at the store and at the uh show dollar and i hope that your wife's better man thank you so much yeah daddy thank you i appreciate it your wife daddy this is bushwhacker luke here too give your wife out my love and that is and um, and best wishes, and hope she gets healthy soon. I appreciate it, Luke. Thank you so much. Uh, you have a blessed day. You too, mate. All right. Well, there you have it. The calls just keep coming in for Bushwhacker. Luke, now, Tommy, what Danny was saying kind of had me thinking here. He mentioned how you had Jake the Snake in the store, and that's a pretty big name to get, and he's excited that you can get these things. You know, I personally am always amazed at the kind of the inroads you can make in the world of professional wrestling. And we're talking to one of the guys who, through the magic of Tommy Fierro, you somehow got hooked up with Bushwhacker Luke, and now he's joining you in your ISPW venture. And so I'm over here just wondering... This is maybe a question for Luke. Tommy, you can chime in. How did Bushwhacker Luke, how did you come to get involved with Tommy Fierro's Independent Superstars of Pro Wrestling? Well, I got the call from the man, Tommy. And then I'd, I'd got work for Tommy a lot in the, um, I think it was in the 90 era. The, yeah, late 90. South Journey. He's running uh, South Jersey on the shore. Yeah, back what in the was day, the I was running the, the Wildwood Convention Center on, on a weekly basis, and I was and then at the time Luke and Butch they were they were right off the of TV, so I was bringing them down there every week, man. And then I mean, the, Luke could tell you the places were were packed. So Luke Luke was up yeah. here this past summer at the uh, store uh, for with Captain's Corner. They were doing their personal appearance, and I started talking to. Luke about my plans of bringing back ISW and we just got talking and one thing led to another and uh, we're, you know, we formed a partnership and starting next year, we're going to be taking this to all the schools and nonprofit organizations to do fundraisers. And, you know, we're going to do some other stuff too. get, get put uh, Luke involved with some of the car dealerships doing some personal appearances and promotions. So, I mean, we're going to, we're going to do a lot of stuff together next year. And I'm very excited because obviously seven decades uh, this man has been in the wrestling business. One of my personal favorites growing up as a child, I was always, always a big Bushwhacker fan. And also, you know, creatively, uh, he knows the business like no, not like none other. I mean, all the experience he's had down there working in Puerto Rico all those years, he brings a wealth, a wealth of experience to the table that, you know, I, you know, I'm younger, I'm 44, but I've been doing it for a long time. But, you know, I, 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 I mean, I, you know, feel in comparison compared to the amount of experience he has. So, you know, you, you never stop learning uh, ever in any, any, uh, any business. So I look forward to 
working with Luke and 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 taking this to the next level. And I'm I'm still learning too, mate. That uh, this is 2022 is going to be the breakout year for ISPW. You Tommy's got a lot of big things happening, and we're going to push it to the uh, limits. Absolutely. Well, from a fan's perspective, I am super excited to see what the pairing of Bushwhacker Luke and Tommy is going to bring to ISPW because the shows that he's already put on have gotten rave reviews from people that listen to this podcast. And a very big program is taking place tomorrow at the St. Anthony of Padua gym in Butler, New Jersey. We're talking about Christmas chaos. I don't know if you guys have some inside information or can share with the listeners. What are some of the things we can look forward to at tomorrow's big event? Well, uh, Luke will be there. He'll be signing autographs and taking pictures prior to the show at, at 630. And then he'll also be on our intermission as well. And he'll address the crowd and, and welcome everyone to the show as well. And, and as you know, uh, and, and I'll let Luke up on this, uh, the main event tomorrow, it's going to be, it's, it's, a, it's a really, really, really big grudge match. Our last show, Bull James won the ISPW World Heavyweight title in a Royal Rumble. His, his real-life best friend, Danny Doring, from ECW, Luke, um, he, he's their best friends in real life, and, and Danny celebrated with him afterwards. Danny Doring's children actually uh, are, are the godkids to Bull, Bull James, so he brought his kids in the ring to celebrate with them. It was, it was real special, and the kids leaving, and Danny Doring takes a chair and smashes it over Bull James's back. Uh, he announced that he's no longer Danny Doring. He is now the superstar Danny Morrison. And uh, he will be challenging Bull James for the title tomorrow night. The special guest referee for this match will be WWE Tough Enough champion Maven because there's a lot of bad blood here. So you need a special guest referee uh, for this. And, and, and also Tito Santana and Slick are going to be there as well. And, Luke, I know you're looking forward to seeing them, right? Really excited to get hooked up with them, you know, from the 80s, Slick from the 80s. It's great, oh, yeah. great to see. I see Tito quite a bit, but you know it's great to be all. It's great for us three to be together on the ISPW card. Absolutely, and uh, Luke, I don't. We don't want to take take up too much of your time. We know that you got to get packing and get ready to come up here tomorrow. So we appreciate you coming on the show for a little bit and previewing tomorrow, and uh, we look forward to seeing you up here tomorrow night for Christmas Chaos. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting excited about it, mate. You know, I'm going to put my marching boots on soon. It's a long march up to New Jersey, but I'll be <laughs> I'll be huffing and puffing. But when I come into, into New Jersey, I'll be um, arm swinging and ready to do some ass kicking. <laughs> and also, this, this weekend, Jay, real quick before you leave, Luke, this weekend when he's up here, we are going to be uh, doing some – things. Luke has some uh, unique merchandise. He has some old action figures. He has some t-shirts and other merchandise. We're going to have him sign some stuff this weekend and take pictures of it, Jay, and put it up on the website on 80sWrestlingCon.com. So if you can't make it this weekend uh, to meet Luke because you don't live in the New Jersey area, and and, and we know, Jay, people listen to this podcast are from all over the world. So uh, we're going to have Luke sign some items this weekend. We're going to put them up on the website. So uh, you can have an opportunity to, to get an autographed T-shirt of Luke or an autographed action figure, and we'll be working on that this weekend. So, Luke, we will see you tomorrow. We look forward to having you up here this weekend in New Jersey. I'm looking forward to that. And, and folks out there, my Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter is Bushwhacker Luke. And my uh, website, which has got a store on it with my um, merchandise, is BushwhackerLuke.com. Great. Thank you so much. We appreciate you calling in, and uh, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing you and all the people tomorrow night. All right. Thank you so much. This is Bushwacker saying, whoa, yay. (laughs) Yes. I love it. Thank you, sir. Well, there you go, Tommy. Live. Via the airwaves, Bushwhacker Luke, live and in person, uh, well, in person on his end of the phone, uh, live on my end of the phone. What a joy to talk to him, and he's your new business partner, your new business associate in ISPW. 
it's an exciting time, man. This is an exciting time for ISPW and for you personally. I can't wait to hear about what happens tomorrow night. And after talking to Luke, I'm very excited to see what Uh-oh. 2022 I just, brings. I just got a text. I just got a text from the winner, Andy Weinberg, who, uh, who is hosting the winner circle tomorrow night at ISPW Christmas Chaos. And on his show tomorrow night will be the doctor of style, WWE legend Slick. Uh, as we said last week, Slick makes very, very, very few appearances, especially at an independent show. So we are very excited uh, to have him on tomorrow. Uh, so, and he's, he's, he's texting me saying, I'm calling in your podcast in five minutes because I want to get something off my chest. So uh, we're going to see what he has to say. Uh, Man, this, this Christmas chaos preview show just keeps getting better and better. So we have a five-minute wait to talk to the winner, Andy Weinberg. I'm looking forward to that conversation. Last time he called in, uh, it was a hot mic. That guy can talk. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> so, yeah, man, in, in the meantime, uh, I guess we can run down tomorrow night's show. As I mentioned, it's 80s night tomorrow, ISPW Christmas Chaos in Butler, New Jersey, St. Anthony's Gym, the Dr. Style Slick Bushwhacker Luke, Tito Santana will all be taking part in a pre-show meeting when doors open at 6.30 p.m. They're all going to be part of the show at nighttime as well. Slick is going to be on the winner circle with Andy Weinberg. Tito Santana is going to be hosting a figure four contest where he's going to call some lucky fans in the ring to try on their uh, best figure four, and the winner is going to get a special gift from the Wrestling Collector Superstore. And then uh, Bushwhacker Luke will be, as he just mentioned, marching his way to Butler, New Jersey tomorrow. The main event, ISPW World Heavy Title Match, Superstar Danny Morrison challenges Bull James for the ISPW title special referee, WWE Tough Enough Champion Maven. A dream match tomorrow, ISPW Christmas Chaos Crowbar goes one-on-one with Homicide. Uh, these are two OGs up here in the New Jersey area, two of the originals that got the Indies hot and ready. So uh, I believe we have Andy on the line, man. Well, let's go to the call. I'll pick up now. Hello. That's welcome right, to- folks. I'll, I'll do the introductions here, boys. <laughs> it is your honor and your pleasure to have yours truly the winner, <laughs> Andy Weinberg, back. I'm heading up right now, 95. My nose is plugged. I know what's coming. We're going in the cesspool known as New Jersey tomorrow night. Christmas chaos is going to be the night of all nights. Because the winner, Andy Weinberg, will be there with always surprises up his sleeve. It's going to be a night to remember, and I will teach Slick, the WWE legend, the manager that he is, how to dress properly. I'll teach him how to sing properly, and maybe I'll even teach him how to win. (laughs) Now, Andy, tomorrow, uh, the the big thing on your show, the winner circle, uh, the doctor of style Slick will be performing his hit single, Jive Soul Bro, live in Butler, New Jersey, tomorrow night. Now, uh, right before you called and you texted me that you had to get something off your chest, and you said that you had something up your sleeve for tomorrow night? I have something up my sleeve for tomorrow night, but I'm not going to tell you what it is. You've got to be there, folks. Let me tell you something, okay? ISPW, where I put the W in ISPW, has always had surprises from day one. Think about the first show that we just had recently, then the most recent show you had. And you've always had surprises there, Mr. Fierro, and this one will be no different. But this time it's not your surprise. It's going to be the winner's surprise. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, what, what, can you give us a little hint of what your surprise is going to be for tomorrow night, Andy? 
No, I'm not going to. Look, I'm not going to give anybody a hint whatsoever. If you want to know what my surprise is, you got to be there, okay? And the surprise isn't going to be toilet paper like I usually give, okay? This is, this is my Christmas present to all of you, okay? This is my Christmas present to the cesspool known as Butler, New Jersey. This will, without a doubt, be a night to remember. So let's think about this main event that you have, right? One, you have a top to bottom. You have a wide variety of all types. I, I sit back and I watch your matches that you put on. You have legends. You have the up-and-comers. You have everything for everybody on these events, okay? We take you back to the 80s, okay? And like you mentioned before, I'm the man that takes Lou Albano, Bobby Heenan, Freddie Blassie, the Grand Wizard, and put them all into one piece, okay? And that one piece is right here. You're talking to him right now, the winner, Andy Weinberg, and there's going to be surprises there. I don't reveal my surprises. That's why it's called a surprise, okay? It's going to be Christmas Day for everybody tomorrow on behalf of the winner when you see me tomorrow night in Butler, New Jersey. All right. And quickly, Jay, it, it, we didn't put it up on the uh, website now. I, I did announce it on my, my personal Facebook page. The winner, Andy Weinberg, man, he's, 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 he's hot right now. We're getting big guests on his show because next month we're going to be returning to Totowa, New Jersey at the Totowa PAL. And the winner, Andy Weinberg, promised a big guest, and he delivered again, Jay, because on January the 14th at ISPW, New Year's Revenge, the winner, Andy Weinberg, will have the mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart, on his show. And, and, and obviously, we're going to have to call this the, the mouth of the North against the mouth of the South right here. That's, that's Jay, a big announcement. That? Listen, that's a big announcement. I love that you're getting these amazing managers, these amazing talkers onto your show. I, I have one question for you, Andy. You mentioned that you're going to teach Slick how to dress. He, he's the doctor of style. How, what, what could you possibly teach a man like Slick when it comes to dressing? He's the doctor of old style, old school, okay? You're looking at the new wave right now, okay? I could teach the man how to dance. I could teach the man how to move. I could teach the man how to sing, okay? Because everything that Slick does, that Jimmy Hart does, I am the winner. I am the man. And I will show everybody once again why what's missing in the wrestling business today is the Piper Pits. It's the barbershops. And I'm bringing it all back, baby. That's exactly right. Isn't that right, Tommy? That's right. And, and, I, and I, have a, I have a blockbuster announcement to make right now, Jay. And, and, and I don't think anyone knows this. And it's something that me and Andy have been talking about for a while. And he finally agreed to do it. And it, the name change might not happen immediately, but I do want to let everyone know my my first two shows back, and, and and I have to I have to be biased because you know I'm the I'm the owner of of the the group, but you know my my first two shows back, in my opinion, the most entertaining uh, person on both of those shows was Andy, and I'm not saying that the 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 pick favorites, I'm saying it because I'm I'm the owner of the company, I'm looking at the heat and what's being generated, and Andy does. Oh, I'm crying, Tommy. A phenomenal job. Got tears in my eyes. Yeah, brother. But what I wanted to say is it, it just it ain't by coincidence that Andy's that good. And if you haven't had the opportunity to see Andy Weinberg yet, I discovered Andy when uh, I was uh, looking through – when I was decided I was to come back and I was looking around the, the East Coast area for some different talent. And one of the things I definitely wanted to incorporate back into the uh, – the independent promotions is like the, the lost art of a, a pro wrestling manager and or a, a talk show, like a, like a brother love show or a Piper's pit. And he, he fit both of those roles perfectly. And it's not by choice that he's this good. And, and he doesn't want to tell people because he doesn't need to, because he wants to get over on himself and absolutely 5 billion percent has, but Jay, Andy Vine and everyone that's listening right now, and, and the boys in the locker room, because you don't know this either, and you'll, you'll and watch Andy. They're going to treat you a little bit. They're going to treat you a little differently tomorrow when you welcome. Uh, Andy Weinberg is the legit son of WWE Hall of Famer Nikolai Volkov. That is that is correct. 
That is awesome, Andy. And I can tell, I love it every time you call in. It makes sense that this business is in your blood because you are as entertaining as they come. Thank you for calling in. I can't wait to see what you and Slick do tomorrow night. And then when you get in the ring with the mouth of the South, I, I can't wait to see how this how this goes for you. So thank you, Andy. Well, I want to honestly thank both of you for the opportunity for me to be able to present my skills to the masses. I'm having the time of my life uh, performing for all of you and performing for the fans of New Jersey. And I hope I make the old man proud. And you may definitely see a name change in 2022. Awesome. And again, anyone that hasn't had the opportunity yet to see Andy, and you know that, you know, I, I, I shoot straight. He is in another league. He's that good. I'm not saying it because he's on my show. I'm saying it because it's the truth. So go out of your way, either find them on Facebook or go to YouTube, or most importantly, come to an ISPW show come, and check come out to the, the winner, United Andy Weinberg. Andy, we'll see Absolutely. you tomorrow, brother, brother. I can't wait. I'll be heading up there. Nose plug because I know what's coming the smell-wise. I'll see you guys tomorrow. <laughs> Take it easy. Take it easy. Later, Thank man. You guys. And hits keep on rolling, Jay. I'm excited for that tomorrow. Big title match tomorrow night. Bull James defending the title against Danny Doring, Maven special guest referee. The other highlight of that show, definitely circle with the doctor of style slick. We just heard from Andy Weinberg and Another big, big, big match tomorrow, Jay, at ISPW Christmas Chaos. It will be for the ISPW Tri-State Championship when the champion, Nikos Rikos, puts his title on the line against Ring of Honor star, the Horror King, Vincent. And joining us online right now is the ISPW Tri-State Champion, Nikos Rikos. Welcome to 80s Wrestling, the podcast. So the, the, hello. Yes, sir. How are you? <laughs> yeah, no. Let me get back to what I was saying, Sierra. I typically don't wait for anybody. So the fact that I was on the line and just had to stay in line, I don't really do that. I'm usually first in line. Even if I arrive late, I'm still first in line, first priority. So I appreciate coming on, but I, I've just got a slight sour taste just because of the fact that I actually had to wait for something. That's usually not my deal. Wow. He's got, he's got a little uh, pep in his step this morning here, Jumping Jay. Listen, There's man, he goes, he's a first-class performer. He should get first-class treatment. Shame on our production team for putting him on hold. Exactly. So tomorrow night, your first title defense, the ISPW Tri-State Championship on the line against Ring of Honor's Vincent Nikos. Obviously, we know that you're a student of the game. Uh, anyway, and again, I don't, I don't want to sound like I'm beating a, a, a dead horse here because I just talked so highly of, of Andy, and, and I have to do the same for, for Nikos. Anyone that hasn't had the opportunity to see Nico Rico's perform yet, he's a local guy in the New Jersey area that was uh, trained by Pat Buck, who now works for the WWE, and, uh, and other extremely talented performers as well has, has played a part in his training. But this dude is the real deal. Let me tell you that first and foremost. And anyone that hasn't heard the name Nikos Rikos yet, I can promise you 5 billion percent that you will hear that name next year in 2022 because this guy can go. So, uh, again, put it on your radar. Like, like I said, Andy Weinberg, put Nikos Rikos on your radar. And if you're in the New Jersey area, you get an opportunity to see him tomorrow night. Big match against Vincent. Nikos, why don't you give a little background of, of your career for anyone out there that might not be familiar with you? Well, I've been doing this over eight years. I have been with Creative Pro New Jersey, also known as WrestlePro, under the owner, Pat Buck. I've also learned from greats such as Mario Bokura, um, Dan Moff, who has an insanely special place in my heart, and Kevin Matthews. Um, uh, I, I originally did a short stint of training with uh, Robbie E, who's known as Robert Stone now at WWE, which was my first foray learning in the backyard in essentially a boxing ring. So that was a, a brutal in, but very valuable introduction. And it was a short stint. I realized after that I needed a school, um, not just like one-on-one time as you know great as it was. So I found 
Uh, WrestlePro, again, Creative Pro New Jersey. New York is also under Pat Buck and Brian Myers, who used to be Kurt Hawkins. So I do pride myself on having the absolute best training. They speak for themselves. Dan Moff has also become a mentor and a big brother to me. Like, our families are close. Like, we talk I'm week daily, if not weekly. Um, or, yeah, weekly, if not daily. Um, and, yeah, I've been on the road mainly in this area ever since then. Um, I've also done, you know, some other stints here and there, Florida. I've done a few tours of Alaska with WrestlePro Alaska, which is its own company now. Um, and I've had a little taste of, you know, the uh, TV time with WWE and NXT and Impact. Um, and now bringing it back all full, all full circle, um, another company that, you know, I'm really proud to add to that list that's right, you know, at the very top with WrestlePro, sincerely, is ISPW. And I am grateful, not just saying it because I'm on this show, I am great company because I realized uh, that first show that there is something, the same feelings I got when I, when we had WrestlePro and I just was a student watching, helping out. I was like, oh, this is different from everything else. And that's where ISPW is for me as well. Like, this is something different. This isn't your, no offense to a lot of companies out there, run-of-the-mill show. You know, this is a show that takes itself seriously, which not many wrestlers do nowadays, um, and not many companies do. So whoever gets offended by that, I don't care. That's because you're, if you're self-conscious about it, that's because you're one of them. So, you know, be more self-aware and take notes from a company like ISPW. Wow, brother. I appreciate that. I, I, I brought you on the podcast to put you over today. You're over to put me over. But I, I do appreciate it, and, and the, the feeling is, definitely extremely mutual jay you want to follow up on that well you know i've yet to be able to attend an ispw show in person i live in minnesota but i i love talking about it i'm looking forward to the spring when i get to take a trip to new jersey and i hope nikos ricos is one of the guys at the event when i get to be there and take it in in person but i'm wondering about christmas chaos you are in a big time matchup with Ring of Honor's Vincent Nikos Ricos, give me a little inside scoop. How do you see that match going for you? Um, I mean, do you really? You know, I, I love that question. I mean, I guess my answer should be: I think I'm going to lose my title. I'm going to get murdered in ten <laughs> seconds or less, and I have absolutely no confidence in myself. I don't have a game plan. I haven't been watching, and I suck. If you, I mean, if you thought it was going to be anything like that, you know, I think that question, at least for me, is pretty easy to answer. Not going to be easy to achieve, but easy to answer. How do I feel it's going to go? Well, I know it's going to go with me walking out successful, with me keeping my tri-state championship. So that's regardless of how I know it's not going to be an easy task. Vincent is automatically... I already know without having to get in the ring with him and not because I've watched him or I've actually already shared a couple locker rooms with him um, at the Monster Factory, I know it's going to be tough. I know it's going to be difficult. I know I'm going to get my ass kicked, but I, I love getting my ass kicked. I'm one of those people that when I get in there, I want to get hit. I want to get hit. I want to feel it because I'm going to give it back tenfold. I'm going to thrive off that. I got my lip busted in within 10 seconds of a match two weeks ago, and my adrenaline and my heart rate spiked higher than it probably ever has been, and that match got physical awfully quickly. Um, and then a conversation was had as well. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to keep my title. I'm going to keep it that simple. That's a good answer, Jay. Is that, you do accept that answer, Jay? I love the confidence. Listen, I told you when he first got on the air, this is a first-class performer. I have no doubt he's retaining his title. Now, check this out. Much like I, I said, our previous call was with Stephen Berg. He said, you know, he has something big coming up in January at the next show. As does Nikos, because now, Jay, I, I announced this on my Facebook page, but I don't believe that I told you this yet. But uh, our next event will be ISPW New Year's Revenge on uh, Friday night, January 14th. And uh, if, he, well, I'm not going to say if he's still a champion. The ISW Tri-State Champion, Nikos Rikos, will be putting the title on the line. Check this out. AEW's Matt Seidel. That match is going to be off the hook. 
what can I say? That just tells you what kind of wrestler Nikos Rikos is, that Tommy, you got to keep lining up these big-time opponents for him, and i got a feeling he's just going to keep mowing them down. He, he, I, no, no. He, he commands big opponents because he's, he's a bro. And you guys will see tomorrow night, anyone that's in the area, tomorrow, once again, St. Anthony's Church, Butler, New Jersey, ISPW Christmas Chaos. One of the headline matches will be the ISPW Tri-State Championship when Nikos Rikos puts the title on the line against the Hara King, Vincent. Nikos, thanks again, man, and we'll look forward to seeing you tomorrow at the show. If I have uh, 10 seconds, I just want to speak sure. on Matt, Matt Seidel. Um, just to put this into some perspective for people, which is, even this may not matter to them, but when I found out about that match, I was thrilled about. The first thing I thought about how it was years ago, um, I picked him up for WrestlePro at, an, at, a, at a Newark airport. And, you know, I'm sitting there with him in my truck at the time, and we're BSing. And, of course, I'm a, you know, we're all fans. We're all, you know, so I'm, like, fanning out, like, having him in the car, and, uh, you know, it's funny, I never take phone, like, numbers out of my phone book. His number's probably still in my phone book, ironically, not that I would ever message him. But, like, it's just funny because I picked him up, picked his brain, we chatted, super nice guy. And now years later, a moment for me where it's like, okay, now I'm in the ring with him. So it adds that much more to the match that this is somebody I picked up, you know, when I'm just uh, one of the lower guys on the totem pole at the time. And, you know, to you know, just get him to the show and that's it. So now that the fact that I'm getting a chance to get across the ring from him means a whole lot to me. And I'm absolutely ready for that opportunity. Awesome, man. And we're looking forward to your match tomorrow once again against Ring of Honor's Hara King, Vincent. Nikos, good luck tomorrow. We'll see you at Christmas Chaos. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it, both of you. Thank you, sir. Man, I'll tell you what, <laughs> either, either uh, if I was a promoter for tomorrow and I was just listening to this podcast and I lived in the area between, you know, Bushwhack and Luke talking about it and then hearing Andy uh, talk about him and Slick tomorrow and then this match and then all the other stuff, I, I wouldn't miss it. If, if I lived in the New Jersey area, there's just a little bit of fun for everyone on this show tomorrow. And, and that's, I take pride in that, Jay. I, I want it to be like a circus-type atmosphere where meetings with everything. You know, there's there's a clowns over here. There's an elephant over here. There's you know jugglers over there. There's a little bit of something for everyone. There's there's entertainment for the families. There's stuff for the old school fans like us with Slick and Tito and and Bushwhacker Luke. You know, uh, if you're an NXT fan, you know, Bull James was an NXT. If you're an ECW fan, you know, you got Danny Doring there, you know, Maven's there, uh, Crowbar, Homicide, if you're in the Ring of Honor, and and, uh, and obviously Vincent's. I mean, there's a little bit of something for everyone on this show tomorrow. And, uh, if, and if you live in the area, you should definitely come out. It's going to be a fun night. Uh, other matches that evening, uh, we, we mentioned Tito Santana will be doing the special figure four contest with fans. Uh, we're going to have Vicious Vicky putting her ISPW Women's Championship on the line against Riley Shepard. Justin Carino goes one-on-one with Sean Donovan. The now will go on uh, up against King Kalua and Michael Mars which will be called the Winner's Club, and Andy Weinberg is going to be actually managing them on this show. And then H.C. Uh, Loke, another easy original, goes one-on-one with tracks. Doors open tomorrow, 6.30 p.m. Uh, bell time is 7.30, and also appearing there tomorrow day, and this is going to be pretty cool, uh, the producers of the upcoming rock musical, The Last Match, that will launch that will uh, launch as a concert presentation uh, this spring. We'll be appearing. I've signed a deal with them. Uh, it, it broke earlier this week. They're going to have a pro wrestling rock musical, man, and I'm going to be a part of it. And uh, they're going to be there tomorrow, and they're going to uh, come in the ring and talk about it. One of the really cool things, Jay, is that one of the actresses in the musical, I just found out yesterday is one of the voices of Peppa Pig. Now, my daughter is a diehard Peppa Pig fan. 
and uh, th- this woman is going to be there tomorrow in attendance. <laughs> that is unbelievable. Uh, my my sons are a little bit older, but Pepper Pig has been on in our house, and so I know those voices very well. And so that's going to be cool for your daughter. What a big announcement, man! You're you got your hands in a little bit of everything. And I'm when you texted me that article, I was beyond excited to read it. I can't believe uh, all the things that you managed to get yourself involved in, and I know it's going to be a huge hit. And so congratulations to you, Tommy. Again, you're, you're breaking barriers and you're moving into new ground, and I'm excited. Thank you, man. And, and anyone that's come into the sh- – and I really appreciate that, Jay. And, and I'm, I'm still kind of uh, numb about the situation myself. It kind of like uh, fell into my lap in, in the best way possible. And I'm, I'm just absolutely thrilled. And my, my wife is as well. We're absolutely thrilled to – and, and, and much more information is going to come out on that in the upcoming uh, weeks and months. Uh, one more thing I want to mention about tomorrow night's show. If you are coming, please consider bringing a non-perishable food item or an unwrapped toy. Uh, it's going to be donated to the St. Anthony's Food Pantry and also the Butler Bloomingdale Toy Drive. So anyone going to go tomorrow, please consider that as well. And uh, I believe we have one more call, right? We do. We have one more caller who's been waiting in the wings. Uh, it is a New Jersey area code, so we're going to go live now to New Jersey. Welcome to 80s Wrestling, the podcast. What's your name Wait, and where are you calling don't, from? Don't, don't, say your name or, don't say your name or where you're calling from yet because I want to say one thing here, Jay. Okay. This is a New Jersey caller. So area I'm area code 201. Yeah, I'm guessing that I'm going to probably be more pop caller than you are, but you never know. Let, let, let's, 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 let's do a survey. You want to do a survey with this jersey? Imagine, imagine if the jersey caller turned on me. How great would that be? It might be your wife. I don't know who this is. It's the <laughs> area code of New Jersey. Brother, I can, I can assure you, I can promise you 5 billion percent, it's not my wife. She would not be calling the podcast. But I'm sorry. Well, What's your name and where are you calling from? My name's Tom. I'm calling from Totoa, New Jersey. Well, let me tell you something here, Jay. If this is Tom and he's calling from Totoa, New Jersey, chances are uh, he's probably uh, an ISPW fan. Is that right, Tom? Huge fan. <laughs> Huge fan. So take that, Minnesota. What? What? Is, what when did, when did this become a New Jersey versus Minnesota? Tom from Totoa, welcome to the show. How are you doing, sir? Thank you, Jumpin' Jim. I appreciate it. Um, Jumpin' Jim! Jumpin' Jim! <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> you, uh, Tommy, you just made my life. Whatever. Jumpin' <laughs> <laughs> Jim! Thinking of, I was thinking of Brunzel. Sorry. Uh, no, 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 no. Tom, his name is now yeah. Jumpin' No, no, no. Jim. Listen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. And all kidding aside... We got 90 uh-huh. seconds left of the show. Uh, Tim, take it away. <laughs> no, okay, we, thank you. We, we go a couple minutes over. Echo, okay. I just want to echo everything Tommy just said five minutes ago about the promotion and how he's making it something for everybody. I I find that I I as an '80s wrestling fan myself and the newcomers, you know, who are into the independent scene as well as the, uh, the up and comers. It's something for everybody, and I really enjoyed the show last month, and I'm going tomorrow night as well, and I really can't wait to see the event. And, you know, all the best of luck to you and all the great news that you've been uh, bestowed upon, and, you know, we're just supporting you, and we love everything you're doing. Tom, thank you so much, brother. I really appreciate all your support, and I look forward to seeing you at the show tomorrow. And, uh, we're yeah, we're go- Jay just told me we're automatically going to be cut off at a I, I thank you so much, bro, and I appreciate all your support, and I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Thanks, guys. Thank you, thank man. You, thank you so much. That really means a lot to me. And, uh, Jay, thank you so much, man, and I look forward to uh, seeing everyone this weekend at the uh, show this Friday night in Butler and Saturday, Wrestling Collector with Luke and Vicky Guerrero. And I'll have more information on the – the 80s Wrestling Con next week because tickets go on sale this Monday. 80swrestlingcon.com.